after long. You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see. What up, what up, <clears throat> Real Coach JB here, man, back to a uh, another Slapdick podcast on this great uh, Sunday evening. Sitting here with some slapdick whiskey. Excited as fuck. The Clippers just got a dagger put through their chest by my boy Luca. Luca Doncic, man. He is the heir apparent to a uh, Larry Bird slash Kobe Hart slash Magic Johnson ability to pass slash LeBron court vision slash big nut. Performer, man. I mean, how much can you say? What can you say about the kid, man? 21 years old, fucked up ankle. I will never doubt the kid again. Uh, big time players make big plays in big games, and that's just as true as it gets. Luca balled out 35, 40. What do you have? 43, 43, and a buzzer beater. You got to put him in a different category already. All these great, so-called great players don't show up in playoff time. i tell you that much. Where's Paul George? I'm so fucking glad the Lakers didn't pick him up. The real L.A. team did it right. They didn't scoop that sorry fucking loser up. Can't perform in the big-time games, man. There's just a different it factor when it comes to big-time performers. I don't even think LeBron is that big-time performer. Kobe's that guy. Jordan's that guy. Magic. Kareem. Bird. You know, those are guys. LeBron ain't that guy. He can't even make free throws in the clutch. AD's not the guy. I have to see a little more guts and nuts from AD. I'm sorry. He's just better than everybody on the court. That's the reason he ended up balling in the second half yesterday. But still, man, AD's a jump shooter. Like, come on. I don't know. But, uh. Let's get this shit started, man. I got a lot to talk about. Quote of the day. A winner is a dreamer who don't need an alarm clock to wake up every fucking day. A winner is a dreamer who don't need an alarm clock to wake up every day. That's my own quote, man. Figure that shit out and uh, let me know when you figure it out. Don't let a fucking alarm clock be the only way you, reason you wake up, man. Um, I ain't using an alarm clock in fucking 35 years. <sighs> Go to sleep thinking about what needs to happen tomorrow. Prep tomorrow today. That's just what it is. This episode of the Slapdick Podcast coming to you on this fine August 23rd, Sunday evening out in the West Coast, 424 p.m. Um, is brought to you by Bet Online. So you can go get you some, uh, you can go bet the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, full swing in the playoffs. And our partners at Bet Online have you covered. So, hey man, I just bet Luca, and uh, he got me a little coin. So, BetOnline.ag um, is a great site. Take full advantage of sports being back and get into the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. 
and there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Go to BetOnline, get you some, uh, hey man, you might want to bet on my slapdick whiskey. I don't know. It's going well right now. Um, My cigars are fire. Check it out. But you can bet online right now, betonline.ag, and go bet on guys like Luca, not Paul George. Anyway, uh, getting into the show, man. I'm so glad. It was a big, big game and just ended. Luca just daggered the Clippers in uh, <clears throat> in uh, overtime. And uh, hey, man, it's good to see a young up and coming dude that's got some fucking it factor to him that knows how to get shit done, <clears throat> that can win the big one, man. There's just not a lot of those guys. Kawhi might be one of those guys. You know, he's done it. Um, you know, Steph Curry's one of those guys, I think. Um, I don't know if KD is yet, man. I mean, I'm I'm willing I want to see KD lead a team for once. Um I don't know. <clears throat> Nico McGrellrath, I'm watching I'm I'm on I'm on Facebook or on YouTube live. Make sure you guys are subscribing to my YouTube. I'm on YouTube Live. He wants to see my Compton College highlight film. Man, I got to go to the archives for that shit. I'll get to it, though, and find it. I know Last Chance you found some of it, and they put it on there. JC All-American, big dog. Don't get it twisted. All right, uh, getting into the show, man. Um, Lots to talk about. This Tom Brennan cat for the Cincinnati Reds baseball announcer. You know, he uh he apparently he said a gay slur and 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 listen man before we you know give this dude a lynching and 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 call him the devil let's let's fucking let's be honest everyone who is in his profession who is bashing him is a fucking hypocrite let's just keep it real I've heard all these fucking people come out. The Sarah, uh, the Sarah, I don't know her last name, man. Payne or Sane or whatever on ESPN, who I've actually got into it with on, on Twitter. She, she comes out and is bashing them. You know, Coach JB12 is my Venmo, um, Lee Hayes. So listen, you know, he, he comes out. He says a, a gay slur, man. I don't condone it, okay? But we, I got to get into this, and I need everybody listening to have an open, broad, a broad, open mind here, okay? My old school folks will get it. My new, new age folks won't, but it is what it is, all right? I, I hear all the progressive talk, and I hear all this shit. But what pisses me off is when people do shit, and then they're the first ones to tattletale or bash you when they do the same shit. That's a bitch-made motherfucker, in my opinion. Okay, that's just period. I've had other coaches hate on me and turn me in for shit that literally exactly what they do. This happens in California, Juco. It happened in Kansas. It happens everywhere. When you win and you do shit that pisses people off by out-recruiting them, winning with those players, helping kids succeed, not only in football but in life, other people become, it's, it's called jealous ones envy, and people become very jealous, and they start throwing salt 
and they start wanting to rub salt in open wounds, and they want to start doing this shit. But everyone has skeletons. Let's keep it real. But the people that come out, you know, I'm from snitches get ditches. That's just what it is. But people that do the same shit and accuse you and want to tattletale and then want to talk about how great of a human they are, but how shitty you are because you had a fuck up and you slip up. They should be ashamed of themselves, man. I mean, let's just be honest. You know, it's a lot of these people that say that they're a believer of the Bible and they believe in God and shit. That's the people that are saying a lot of this shit, which is comical in my opinion, because this guy comes out and has this gay slur and the people bashing them are straight hypocrites. And if, if, if we put a hot mic in your house, you fucking perfect angel, you, I would be, I would love to see what the fuck you cats say, uh, at home on with a hot mic fucking in your face because, or which, which actually you don't know is there or on the guy fucked up. Let's keep it real. He said it, it came off his tongue like he said it a million times. We all get it. But for me to hear these other cats come out and try to say that it is equivalent to calling a black person the N-word is out of this fucking world to me. It blows my fucking mind that somebody has the audacity to try to compare the two when the same person that said this is supposedly this God-fearing man who claims that you cannot be born gay because the Bible says so. It says it's a sin to be gay, if I'm not fucking correct, right? If I'm not mistaken. So how can you come out, Mr. Christian, and say that it is the same thing as calling a black person the N-word, but gay, being gay, is a sin? First of all, that's saying that gay people have a choice because you're saying they weren't born gay. Black people were born without having the choice to be black, Asian, Hispanic, white. You fucking idiot. It blows my mind that I read this in this same motherfucker that says you cannot be born gay says it's the same as calling a black person the N-word. No, you're a fucking racist. You said the word because you're a racist. It's a learned trait. You learned how to be racist. And ethnicity, race, sex, we have no choice. We're born that way, you fucking ignorant idiot. So you try to please your bosses at ESPN, Fox Sports, all these different places. But in reality, man, let's keep it real. Kevin Hart made the sexist homophobic comments. Why he got a job still? The fucking people and the, 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 the fucking Pope and the priests who have allowed rapes, tons of kids getting raped and the fucking racist ass coaches that are actually coaching our black kids in America that recruit them and tell their parents they're going to take care of them, but yet are closet racists, which has come out and it's been fucking exploited during this whole pandemic. Come on. The kid fucked up, or the guy fucked up. 
and frankly said a word that once was thrown around not too many years ago, but nowadays we're so sensitive, you can't say anything anymore, but you wonder why our kids are more disrespectful than ever, why we are softer than ever, and why homophobic remarks are not equal to racist remarks. One is choice, one is not, according to this guy that says he's a Christian and literally said that you cannot be born gay, but it's the same thing as calling a black person the N-word. Now, go figure that shit. You are not, you do not have a choice to be born black. You don't have a choice to be born Mexican, Asian, white. But according to this guy who says he's a God-fearing Bible reader, you, you can't be born gay because it's a sin. Now, is that not a fucking ignorant statement? I've never heard one. If it is, please correct me. But it's a joke. We got the Pope, the priest. We got all these fucking people out here, pedophiles, all these fucking people that get passes. Now, listen, the dude was wrong. I don't condone it. I don't think it should have happened. But what I'm saying is, does he not deserve a chance? He's a great reporter. He's a great announcer. He does these things. Let's let's you know we're gonna we're gonna uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna hang one person. Let's let's make sure everyone gets the same treatment, um, or we all get passes because it's really fucked up that we can just start calling out folks now when we know your asses are at home, and if you had a hot mic mic'd up, we'd be fucking dropping our jaw. To what you say as well. So you're not a perfect angel. Shut the fuck up. And uh, you know. Let the guy apologize. Obviously he did. I don't think he needs to end his career. Okay. He fucked up. But don't say it's the same thing as calling a black person the n-word. That's a fucking slap in everyone's face. Especially right now during this whole time. And uh, I think it was a joke. Um, But you know. We've created this soft-ass fucking world and this culture, and now it's opened up Pandora's box, and now we all walk on needles and, and pins and needles, and we're scared to say anything. And frankly, as uh, like I don't condone gay bashing or racism or women getting beat or anything like that, but how many NFL players have beat women and have jobs? How many? I could count a fucking 20 of them. So, because they score touchdowns, they get a pass? But this dude is in a booth announcing and doesn't get a pass because he fucked up and said something. Listen, man, I know how this thing is. Trust me. I get it. But goddamn, not everybody deserves to fucking be pegged up on the cross and fucking crucified. Not every single fucking person. All right. People deserve a chance. Some people fuck up. They learn. They, they got to live and learn. And, and uh, we got to move on. And it takes a bigger person to accept it and help the cat out become a better person. Trust me. I've been there. So let's not fucking crucify every single motherfucker because we're a soft ass society. That's really what happened 10 years ago. The motherfucker, nobody would have batted an eye, but all of a sudden now it's the biggest thing ever. Now, listen, like I said, I don't condone the word. I don't condone what he said. He obviously fucked up. He's obviously said it a million times because it rolled off his fucking tongue. Like he said it right. But how many fucking racists say the N word and how many fucking closet racists have we fucking found? That uh, we thought were our friends on Facebook and Twitter and we've had to fucking unfriend. How many of those guys are out there? Nobody's talking about them. I don't know. Um, is what it is. Let's put a hot mic at your house, man, and see how the fuck what you say.
but all dark comes to light. I mean, these same fucks that are talking this shit that say it at home without a mic, they'll be caught. They're all soft keyboard cowardly fucks. They'll be exposed, you know. Um, so we'll see what happens. So going to this Montrez Harrell, all right. He calls Luca a white, uh, a, a, a bitch ass white boy. All right. Now, so they hug today and everybody's posting that it is a huge thing. It is growth. This is what we need. Blah, blah, blah. Is it now what we need? Because, uh, or are we just soft and accepting as fuck? I'm just going to keep it real. I've been called a bitch ass white boy by many brothers growing up because I was the only white boy. So, you know, everybody has some, some, every race has a racist in there. Let's not get it twisted. Bitch ass white boy rolling off his tongue was obviously a term that he said because he was bothered by what Luca told him, which was stop flopping, man. He got offended and embarrassed and comes out with bitch ass white boy with aggression. Now, we would have fought because I had to let him know. Well, that's just me growing up. I had a lot of those growing up. You know, you're going to bark. I'm going to bite. I'm not going to bark when you bark. I'm going to bite before you bite. That's just how I was taught. To, I was raised. Now, he says some racist shit, but it's all good, right? Now, Jay, Jay Williams came out on ESPN and said similar shit that I'm saying. You know, everyone has, every race has some racism. They're not all fucking gems. Montrez Harrell said some racist shit. If you want to say bitch-ass white boy, to me, you're a bitch for saying it because you got dead. And you got embarrassed and this 21 year old been lighting your ass up and you come out and say that. Now, if Luca came out and said bitch ass N word, what the fuck would America be doing right now? We'd be fucking up in arms. My point is this. Brothers get a pass for saying it because in my book, they get a pass from growing up because of what they've been through for hundreds of years. Now, let's keep it real. So I don't give a fuck. It doesn't, never bothered me because I grew up with brothers my whole life. That's all I've known. I don't know a lot of white people. So I understand it. I understand the culture. I understand why. And I'm not, frankly, I'm not really mad about it because the motherfucker's been through way more than my fucking heritage has been through culture so i'm not tripping but don't come out and say the motherfucker ain't racist because he obviously said some racist shit and if luca would have said it and the fucking shit was reversed we'd have a huge fucking issue right now in the bubble so let's be real call it keep it 100 like y'all say let's keep it fucking 100 let's fucking say what it is it's a square is a square and a circle is a circle let's call it what it is and Today, they hug it up, and it's all good. See, back in the day, motherfuckers wouldn't have hugged it up. I wouldn't have hugged it up with the motherfucking bitch ass. I would have iced his ass again like he did and said, fuck you, motherfucker. But that's society today. We're accepting. We're soft. And 
That ain't no growth to me. That's another enabling fucking action that happened today. Now, because it's black and white, Luca ain't white. He ain't from America. He's not into this whole, he don't know the history of slavery and what brothers have gone through for 300 years. Come on, man. He may know the history because he studied it, but he don't know the real. He's not like a white dude growing up in fucking Compton or Watts or Brooklyn or or Detroit or Chicago. So it's a totally different deal. Don't say this is what we need, ESPN announcers. It's not. So I'm tired of hearing all this soft shit, man. You call him a bitch-ass white boy. Now get your bitch-ass ice like you did today and shut the fuck up. But nope. They hugged, everything's good, and it's what we need in America. Shut the fuck up. We don't need no more soft-ass shit. We need Luca to come out and ice his ass. Or even if it was flipped and he called his motherfucking ass something else. I want to see Montrez ice him. That's just what it is. It's competitiveness, man. It's fucking what we really need. We need some motherfucking dogs again. But who knows? I saw it, man. Like I said, I've been called it. And I barked back or I bit back and it is what it is. You know, when you feel froggy leap, it's real fucking simple. Don't call me something and not get ready to get socked in the mouth or, or, or fight for your life. Just telling you, but let's call it both ways. Not to talk race all show and, and, and talk about this and drag, drag this out, but I'm just talking real shit. It's not race. It's, it's, it's racist, right? I mean, that's what it was, right? Um, but it's okay. I guess they hugged it out. So, you know, I've been on record to say that usually it's never the brother that has the issue. It's the white guy. But there are times and things that are said that come off racist and sounds like animosity. And that's what he did. Luca iced him, called him out, and he had animosity. And that's why he called him a bitch-ass white boy. So if he understood, he's only white because of his skin tone. He ain't fucking a white American, you dumb fuck. But anyway, um, like I said... Uh, unpopular uh, discussions take mature adults to converse man it's just what it is so let's talk man we're i'm in a controversial uh uh mindset here diana tarasi tells the ref to meet her in the lobby now like i'm just fucking confused man i'm really confused because I can't, I can't fart in the wind, and if somebody smells it, don't call me out. But Diana Taurasi tells the ref to meet her in the lobby on national television, and she's immediately praised. She's praised as a legend, as this, as that. Come on, man. We are so fucking soft as a society and so hypocritical in the media and don't tell me if a fucking man did that, it wouldn't be blasted all over the internet and TV. How is she praised and a legend now? Come on, let's keep it real. How is she a legend for fucking showing every single kid that is out there looking up to her, that wants to be Diana Taurasi, how is she not looking like a fucking in? Abler and telling these young kids go ahead and do that to your coach to the ref to your parents because that's what happens with the TOs of the world and the fucking 
all these different folks that came through and used to drop the ball at practice on purpose. Guess what I had done the next week? I had receivers in practice dropping the ball on purpose when they were mad because T.O. did it or whoever did it. Like, you got to be fucking joking me, man. We're praising her. So all the 15-year-olds out there can cuss out their fucking coach and ref tomorrow. And Diana Taurasi, guess what? You get the fucking gold medal for being a fucking idiot on national TV. But she won't be an idiot, and she's praised as a legend because why? She's this person who fucking comes out, and everybody loves her because she comes on ESPN, and she says this and this and this, and we are so scared in society to call it how it is that she gets an automatic pass. But JB will call, be called the asshole after this one. Sorry, the truth hurts, man. The truth is a fucking tough pill to swallow. I'm just being honest with you. Because I'm truthful does not mean I'm a bad human being. Please let America know this. Your kids can come up to me at Walmart. I won't cuss them out. Contrary to fucking belief, Netflix. So, is Dame Lillard the best trailblazer ever? No, he's fucking not. Stop telling me he's the best trailblazer ever. He's been in the league seven years. How long has he been in the league? Six, seven years? What has Dame Lillard done? Please, anyone on YouTube, what has Dame Lillard done that makes him better than Bill Walton, Clyde Drexler, is he better than those dudes? No. Sorry. Bill Walton won a fucking championship in Portland. Just so everyone's clear. How quickly motherfuckers forget. Because they're not playing in the current moment. How quickly people forget how dominant and awesome Bill fucking Walton was. I do not believe you youngsters understand how great of a player Bill fucking Walton was. You need to go fucking figure it out before you say stupid shit. The last time I checked, the greatest players for their individual franchise is someone that can lead others, single-handedly take teams to championships, and make others better. Has Dame Lillard done any of those three yet? No, he's not. But we're so quickly to a point, dudes, before their resume is complete. Dame Lillard's resume is still out there, man. He's still writing his resume. Let the motherfucker finish his resume. Because, God damn, man, he hasn't even came close. He hasn't been to a fucking conference final, a little less a championship. He hasn't made anyone better. He doesn't make McCollum better. He's the other person. That's that's Kobe. That's Jordan's Pippen that can shoot. So McCollum's a dude. Let's be real. McCollum's right there with Dame. I just want to let everyone clearly understand that McCollum is a $200 million motherfucker too now. Don't get it twisted. 
But Dame Lillard, in my opinion, couldn't have made it back in the 80s and the 90s. He ain't Bill Walton. He ain't Drexler. He ain't these motherfuckers. Because he shoots half-court threes, he's better than Bill Walton? Shut the fuck up. Lakers had Kareem, Magic, Worthy, Jamal Wilkes, Jerry fucking West, the icon, the ball, the logo, Kobe, Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. The list goes fucking on forever with the Lakers. That is a hell of an argument who the best Laker ever is. And I see motherfuckers put LeBron as a top Laker already after two years. He didn't even make the playoffs last year. He can't make free throws in the fourth quarter. He can't shoot the foot fucking ball. He's the best Laker. You put him above Kobe fucking Bean Bryant already? Kobe's the best player ever, period, to me. Not only the Laker, but ever. But LeBron ain't a top five Laker. He ain't a top ten player, in my opinion. But yet, we're fucking already giving him the fucking king of the L.A.? Get the fuck out of here. Let LeBron win a championship at least without leaving and going to another place that has three all-stars on it, all right? Let's see that first. Remember, Kobe won two without Shaq. He had fucking Paul Gasol, Shannon Brown, Sasha. He had fucking J- Fisher. He didn't have fucking AD. Come on, man. He didn't have another Kyrie. He didn't have Dwayne Wade. He didn't have Chris Bosh. <sighs> yeah, when he was with Shaq, of course, him and Shaq were dominant. They had Robert Ory, big game. They had other motherfuckers. Kobe won two with Paul Gasol and Shannon fucking Brown. Sasha Vujicic. Get the fuck out of here. <sighs> I'm just saying. Lakers beat the Blazers. Clips beat the Mavericks the other day. Mavericks beat them today. So, you know, Lakers up 2-1. Clips were up 2-1. Now that's 2-2. Houston's up 2-1. Utah's up 2-1. Did we expect anything different? I mean, that's the only series maybe. You know, Utah-Denver. Denver could be up 2-1 maybe. But did anyone expect different? Now, Dallas is surprising the Clippers. I think everyone understands that now. But... Donka, Luca might be, might be, I'm just telling you, dog, I'm not lying. I'm a, I'm a sports guy. I know all sports. Luca is really pushing. I'm really close to saying that motherfucker is the best fucking player in the league right now. I'm just being honest. He does everything, man. There's nothing he can't do. I don't know how well of a defender is, but he does everything. But people are talking about Dame Lillard because why? He comes down and hits a fucking three-point shot from the fucking half court. How many of those can you do? James Harden, it's a joke to watch him. And he's a high school alum. Like, so he's my, he went to my high school, obviously. He, he just dribbles the ball up. I literally watch this motherfucker go one-on-one, dribble the ball for seven seconds, and shoot a three. How is that going to win a championship? Let's just be honest. The game has changed, man. You know, we never allowed, we didn't have zone defense back in the day. You know, everything's so soft now, man. It's, it's flagrant ones, these flagrant twos. I mean, 
those were common fouls back in the day. It's just so soft, man. Can't hit the quarterback no more. Can't hit him low. You can't hit him high. You can't hit the quarterback. I played quarterback, and I don't fucking condone the soft shit. I don't know. Soft asses make hard heads. The NFL had a big positive caseload hit regarding COVID. So not what we wanted to hear. But the truth is like I've been saying. How are we going to fucking play on Sundays? How are we going to play on Saturdays? I'm just being honest here. How are we going to play? You either fight the fear and you deal with it. And you go all out and play. And you deal with the positives. You fucking quarantine. You do what you got to do. But let's not keep. Why are we stopping practice every fucking day? Why are we stopping this? Why are we halting this? Don't play then. Don't practice. Don't waste our time. Fight the fear or don't play. Period. Drop it. Let's start over in 21 like I've been saying. Man, it's getting to be a joke. It's, it's, it's so about the money and not the health of the players. It's so evident. We're, we're trying to make this thing work. We're shoving a square hole, a square peg into a round, a square, uh, a round hole, and we continue to fight this. And at the end of the day, people are going to get hurt, disappointment. All these different things are going to happen. But winners find a way. Losers make excuses, man. I'm just being real. That's just what it is. I don't give a fuck if it comes down to sports, business, Fortune 500 companies, what have you. Winners find a way. Losers make excuses. The SEC is used to doing what? Winning. They're used to winning. Winners have it, which is the name of this episode. Winners have it, man. Losers don't. They, they, they look up to the guy that has it. Now, the NFL makes this statement today that we had all these positives, but then turns around and says this New Jersey test lab has over 40 false positives. The New York Jets had 10 false positives. The Vikings had 12. The fucking uh, Redskins, or not, I don't even know what their name is anymore, Washington team, had 10. Like, is this a more of a political play, man, and, or what is it? Is it a blue state versus red state deal? What is the real deal? Tennessee high school football is playing, but, you know, California is not. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't get it. Um, the end of the day, all the dick swinging and dick measuring by all these fucking politicians, all these fucking people that supposedly know everything. You're only fucking the kids, man. It doesn't matter whose dick is bigger. You're fucking the kids at the end of the day. Kansas high school football in Wichita, Kansas, which is a predominantly black inner city youth football has denied and they said they're not going to play football this fall and they're not going to play in the spring not even the option so I was reached out someone reached out to me and they wanted me to do a cameo video for them and and and, and talk about 
Wichita school district that has denied them. My thing is, some of the state is playing, but yet Wichita is not allowed to. See, I told them I'd get the NAACP involved, I'd get a lawyer, I'd get a stay injunction, and I would fight it because if someone else in the state is allowed to play and you're not, why is the black city not allowed to play? But you got these guys out there like Bob Lutz, who's a fucking Wichita journalist. He's an irresponsible journalist who bashes me, and he's continued to do so. And me and him got into it on Twitter today about it because he saw my post, and then he calls me a tough guy. But it's really, I'm not trying to be tough at all. I'm trying to help kids. What have you tried to do in your life? Nothing. And then I told him, Come, uh, bring me on your show because he runs a radio station there. Bring me on your show, and uh, let's talk about your real issues and what your real goals in life are. Are they to help kids or fuck them? But yet, of course, he won't do that. So, you know, shout out to my Wichita folks in Kansas. Love you guys. Hope you guys get to play. You know, if you're not doing something worth anything, you know, don't expect hatred. You're going to get hated on because you're doing something that's worth something. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. It, it was crazy that I had to do that to get all my old cans and haters, uh, keyboard cowardly fucks to come out of the woodwork. Now, don't get it twisted. I got a lot of folks in Kansas I love, and they love me. But, you know, you're going to bring out these old fucks and, and all these haters, which is fine. Um, Mike Trout rookie card sets a record at $3.8 million. Crazy as fuck to me. If I had $4 million, I'm not spending $3.8 million on a fucking baseball card to sit in a fucking frame in my room. I'm just not going to do it. So, Sorry. Congratulations to Mike Trout, though, for having a $3.8 million rookie card. Yippee fucking yay. (sighs) Pandemic, no pandemic. We work and live in a results-oriented business. The world we live in is results-oriented. I don't give a fuck if you work at Bank of America, Chase, BP Oil. I don't give a fuck what you do if you sell cars if you coach football it is results oriented and i don't give a fuck if you were in a bubble in the nba like coach gentry was and i don't give a fuck if you're in the nhl bubble like the washington capitals coach was The bottom line is, what have you done for me lately? Coaches get fired after they lost in the playoffs inside the bubble. And the Caps coach in the NHL is the latest. Coach Alvin Gentry got fired last week for the New Orleans Pelicans. And they lost in the bubble. And... No one gives a fuck, but it goes to show you how this is a result-oriented business. No fucking buddy cares that you're in a bubble during a pandemic. Nobody fucking cares that you have a family at home and you're worried about this and that and you can catch COVID and you're wearing a mask. Nobody gives a fuck. But. This dude went to the second round in the NHL bubble, was fired today, and how many times do I have to say it? What have you done for me lately? Not, you know what, coach, we're going through a lot. I know you are older and I have a family and you're worried about this virus. 
We'll give you another year. Nope. Hey, bro. Thanks for your, thanks for your effort, but you're fucking fired. You lost in the second round. Not acceptable. Best of luck. Take care. Oh, and have your shit out of my office by Monday. That's the 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 real fucking world. The 76ers and Mr. HD on YouTube. The 76ers coach Brett Brown, he will be fired tomorrow. That's the business we're in, man. That's the life we live. But we have these enabling people that are out there telling folks and lying to them to make them feel good. But it really is setting you up for failure, not success. Because when the kid leaves your program after the coach has sucked his dick and told him that you are the best thing since sliced bread and you get out there and you get a scholarship to go to fucking Kentucky and you get fucking dick drugged through the mud the first day and you quit because you were embarrassed it's your fucking coach's fault and your parents fault to fucking say that you were too good you were the best thing no everyone's as good as you at Kentucky bro so you were set up for failure you were lied to tell the people the kids the future the truth so that they can develop tough skin and they can teach their own kids and they can learn how to have a competitive spirit about themselves and a drive and battle for something and earn it and not have it given to them. Fuck, man, I'm tired of seeing this shit. Be better. Not all things come to those who don't work for them. Teach them how to work for something, man. Dallas Cowboys McCoy just so you know he's a fucking hell of a player he blew out his knee he was cut the next day he was cut the next day hey guys don't blow your fucking knee out I mean there are has it and has been there's the guys that have it and those guys that don't or had it let's keep it real and I, I don't know how to say this man I don't know how to say it to you guys but don't blow your knee out in the NFL. You will be cut. Don't fuck up. And don't be, don't be a guy that's not a Tom Brady, that's not a Ben Roethlisberger, that's not a Patrick Mahomes. Because plays made, favors done. Don't make plays. Cut. Make plays. You may get a little lenience. I'm just keeping it real. McCoy was a great player. Got cut. Nobody gives a fuck. How many of you guys, it's real shit. Let's just, just tell you how real I am. How many of you guys been in the car with a significant other or your homeboy or your friend? It don't matter. Daughter, son. I don't give a fuck. Your mom. And an ambulance is behind you and just pulls up and you pull us to the side. Your mom pulls over if you're in the passenger seat or yourself if you're driving. The ambulance pulls behind you and you got to pull over to the fucking shoulder because the ambulance goes by you, right? How many of you sat in there, stopped, got on a knee and prayed for the person in the ambulance or the person that the ambulance is going to serve? How many of you guys thought about, fuck, what happened to the guy in the back of the ambulance? He got shot. Did he get killed? Did he get hit by a car? Did he get run over by a train? Did he get mud stomped by 20 people? No, you don't care. Nobody cares who's in the ambulance. 
Nobody gave a fuck who's in the ambulance. Because immediately after the ambulance passes you, you fucking pull out, you cut off a car, and you go to where you got to go. Let's keep it real. None of you fucking thought about who was in the ambulance and how sad you are, motherfuckers. I should drop the mic on that shit because you all know it's fucking real. But I'm the asshole. No, I just tell you the truth. Can't hack the truth. I'm drinking some slapdick whiskey on the air, by the way. Because the Wichita Irresponsible Reporter told me to have some drinks. So I said, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. In your name, sir Lutz, I will call you a slapdick by drinking slapdick. Um, let's see. But anyway, there is no middle ground. You have it or you don't have it. Capital I-T. It factor. There's no fucking middle ground, man. You win or you lose. You get you win or you get fired. You get hurt or you get cut. I mean, it is what it is. It's a fucking fine line, but there's a reason running back's life expectancy in the NFL is two years. There's a reason why everyone's forgotten who Adrian Peterson is. There's a reason why everyone's saying that Zeke is now on the decline. He was just the best running back. It's literally one minute you're the best, the next minute you are shitty. Unless you're controversial, then you can stay relevant. But if you ain't controversial and you get hurt, you're just another slapdick floating around the fucking league. Unfortunate, but true. So who who knows? But hey, man. A winner is a dreamer who don't need an alarm clock to wake up. That means, man, if you guys still haven't figured it out by the fucking time this show's over. We've been 47 minutes on this show. It means I never used an alarm clock to wake up. I always thought about, I always dreamt about making tomorrow better. How great I was going to make my office. How great the weight room was going to be. How I'm going to go get this kid from going to this school. And I'm going to snatch him to come to mine. How I'm going to out recruit. Every fucking buddy in America. How I'm going to outcoach everybody in America. How I'm going to make my program the most attractable program in America. How I'm going to be better. How I'm going to make sure Stogie's not a slapdick. How I'm going to have the best house. How I'm going to build that myself. If you don't dream it, you'll never have it. You'll die a fucking lonely, sad motherfucker that had a. Uh, Bunch of fucking hopes. Just saying. I, I, I wrote a quote on the board. Make sure you die with dreams. Um, I mean with memories instead of dreams. Make sure you die with fucking memories, man. Not fucking dreams. Everybody dies with dreams. It's sad. It's sad. But it's guess what? Nobody gives a fuck. It's the reality. It's the real fucking world that we live in. And if people lie, or if people tell you that otherwise, they're lying to you. So I'm just telling you. Real recognizes real. Hopefully you see through the bullshit. Hopefully you give folks other second chances in life. Hopefully you don't fucking, uh, you know, hang out everybody out there and crucify everybody over one mistake. You know, America used to be great. I don't know what MAGA means. Make America great again. I actually listened to OJ Simpson. He made a lot of sense. Why are we making it great again? We were the best country in the world forever. 
you don't have to make it great again. You now we have to make it great again. So whoever the next fucking president needs to fucking make that hat. Cause this president fucked it up. We already were great. What the fuck? Now we're a shit show. In four years, we've become a shit show. Let that shit sink in. Hey man, slapdick whiskey. Go get it. CoachJBStore.com. Slapdick Cigars at SlapdickCigars.com. Get you guys some. They're very good. I'm not saying it because it's mine. I'm saying it because it's real. And you know I wouldn't fucking set you up to fail. I only steer you strong. I'll never steer you wrong. For the real Coach JB, man, and Stogie and Cali, peace. Make sure you stay healthy. I'll see you on Wednesday. Peace out. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance. Give me Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Better find a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Coach, I don't want to fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. Coach, you fucking hired me.